Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are doing a mid-year check-in with my mom, Debbie Wilson. As always, she has a ton of encouragement and wisdom to share, and I know you'll be encouraged. Before we start, I want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're the math curriculum that our family has used for many, many years, and we love it. We believe they are the curriculum that helps homeschoolers smile, so go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, hey, everybody. As you can tell, uh, if you're watching this live, that I am no longer out in the barn. I moved everything inside because my seat's a little more comfortable in here. It's a little warmer in here, even though I still have on my coat. Um, and you can see the surroundings around me are filled with all the memories uh, that I have of my kids. In fact, I'm. I, it's like I've got issues sometimes because I can't put, throw things away, but I love... Um, I just love keeping all the stuff that my kids have made and my grandkids have made now. Um, but hey, but before we get going, I know you're all going to want to ask Debbie different things. And uh, maybe if you have a question for Debbie, uh, you could put it in the comments below. But I just wanted to let you know that um, my daughter, Catherine, who's expecting a child um, in about uh, a month, um, has just been kind of diagnosed. And Debbie could maybe correct me if I'm wrong with... Um, uh, I lost the first word. Gestational. Gestational uh, hypertension. Yeah. Hypertension. So basically, she's got uh, super high blood pressure right now, and they're a little concerned. Um, she's been having this off and on for last, I don't know, six, seven weeks, maybe. Um, maybe or longer. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, she's got to go see a specialist tomorrow. And they very well could possibly take the baby um, about a month early, um, or induce her. And Debbie can make, you know, other corrections to that. Um, but hey, I wanted to let you know because I just thought we need to have other people praying. So if you could pray for Catherine and you could pray for their little baby daughter as they may she makes her way into the world, and that they would give the specialist wisdom tomorrow. And, uh, but I pray a special, uh, especially for my daughter, Catherine, because I know she's super uptight and um, I would be very uptight and, um, but that she would be able to bring every thought into captivity and that she just wouldn't be afraid. So if you'd pray for her as you're thinking about her, I sure would appreciate that. So with that, we'll kind of make the little transition into Ben, uh, maybe because I, I kind of, you know, I'm going to kind of step out of this interview a little bit because, um, you know, I've never had great luck in having my own wife on the show because she can fight me and say, no, I'm not going to be on the show. <laughs> Is this going to be in front of a camera? I'm not going to do it. Um, but I thought, but Ben asked the other day and I said, why don't you ask her? And because uh, she can't say no to her own children. And uh, maybe you could come up with some questions. And so, Ben, I'm going to turn this over to you. Um, and you can lead your mother and I'll probably ask some questions along the way. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, obviously new year just happened a couple weeks ago, which we talked about some last year or last week. Um, and obviously generally this is, uh, I don't know, you're right before the long stretch of the year, which is like four or five months without any holidays or anything generally. Uh, but it's also kind of like midway through, you know, the homeschool year. Uh, usually for a lot of people, but you know, it can be totally different for you. But, um, so I just think it's kind of a, a good time to check in with you because I know a lot of the ladies enjoy hearing from you and, uh, you know, want to know 
you know, how's it going, anything new, that kind of stuff. So that's why I wanted to have you on. And I uh, sent you some questions earlier, but I guess kind of the main overall is just how do you feel like the first half of the year has gone so far? How, how you know, are you hanging in there? Uh, how was how the, the first portion? How'd it go? Okay. <laughs> uh, surprisingly well. Um, yeah, it's been a really good year, actually. Um, I've I've enjoyed it and they've enjoyed it, which is, Whoa. is not always that common. <laughs> and, um, it's interesting cause I've almost always done some sort of, I don't know what you'd call it. It's not a box curriculum, but maybe like an all in one, you know, where you open and go and kind of all the subjects are right there and telling you what to do and, and stuff. I've used various ones. Um, but this year I had kind of ran out of all those. I mean, I still had one I could use, but I just didn't feel like doing it again. So I just kind of pieced together um, what I wanted to do for each subject. And the the two that feel hard for me to do that on um, are history and science, um, because we already had our math, obviously, teaching textbooks. And um, so it's interesting because I somehow I stumbled across um, a history that is called uh, American History by Dave Raymond. And it's just been some DVDs that we watch and every day is 10 to 20 minutes, but it's really good. And that's what we've done for history. I still read aloud a little bit, but that's been the, um, the m- m- gist of it. And that's been different and really good. And then for science, we aren't using a book at all, shockingly. Um, my One of my sciencey older kids recommended a couple YouTube channels. Um, and so every day we just alternate viewing those for about 20 minutes. And um, boy, my 13 and 15 year old just love it. They like, they want to keep watching them and I have to tell them, no, we can't watch anymore. We don't have time. but. One's called Smarter Every Day, and one's called The Action Lab. And that's what we've been doing for science. And honestly, I feel like they've learned more this year than probably any other of the years combined. And they just really enjoy it. And it's it's just something we sit there and do together, and it's been really good. Um, so we, we've been doing um, Bible together. Um, I'm still working through a book with them called Training Hearts, Teaching Minds. And then we're going through a commentary called Heron is it's a Heron Heron is love series, but we're doing Genesis and we just read some of that each day. And um, so, I mean, we do more than just those things. We do some stuff, you know, where they at the table where they do um, English and test stuff like that. But it's just been a really good change of pace and we all like it a lot. So. So hey, Debbie, so I, don't, I, I don't know if you've ever talked about, uh, you've been doing it all this year, I think, but uh, God's uh, Word Watch or World Watch. Um, oh, yeah, we'll start with you that. Know, yeah. and, and maybe kind of let people know, because it's something that's really been a, I could see it being forever part of our homeschool from this point out. Yeah, so it's called World Watch News, and it's a subscription. Um homeschoolers can often get it 50% off for the years, which would make it around 35-ish, I think. And what's the Um, format? So it's, I get an email every day and I click on the link and it's not an app. Um, You subscribe at World Watch News, but it's 
geared towards, um, you know, middle school, high school students. Um, I think some elementary kids would watch it too. And they have, um, if there's, they give you a disclaimer, if there's something that they think is a little bit weightier subject matter. And so you can decide as the parent, whether to let them hear that segment. Um, but it's just really well done. It's my 15 year old's favorite part of school. Even when we aren't doing school for some reason, or we're on our way to co-op and we don't do normal school that day, he's always like, mom, we should watch World Watch on our way. And, um, and what does it look, I mean, what does it look like? I mean, what is it, what are they talking about? So it's current things that are happening in a, in a, um, in a nutshell and in a well done way, you know, it's not too much. It's not, it's, it's, it's conservative and Christian, but they aren't really necessarily giving their, um, stance on it, but um, it's just done well. And then there's also segments of just interesting things that they'll tell tell you some background on something. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> just hiccup. Like Ben swallowed <laughs> oh. something. Uh. They have a segment called um, "What in the Word," where they tell you the origins of a word or a phrase that we use commonly and where it came from. And or they'll have um, signature science, and they tell you something neat in science it's just really well done it's i think it lasts um 10 or 15 minutes something like that and we watch it pretty much every day and, and it's, it's super high production value i mean it kind of just as i've watched over their shoulder it has that kind of newsroom you know cnn or fox news it kind of feels like that you know high energy presentation yeah yeah and i think one of the things cal really likes about it is he just he kind of knows what's going on and he can have conversations about what's going on a little bit and he just yeah they both just really like it so do i i feel yeah. like i kind of know. <laughs> and so. it doesn't feel like at all like fear inducing or worry inducing or is it no. pretty nice no not at all i don't think so mm -mm. that's cool uh yeah, yeah that's that's awesome i mean have you ever like you said at the beginning you usually use you know a whole uh curriculum in a box more idea but like have you ever used barely other than maybe uh math more than like a year in a row yes <laughs> i did sunlight for a bunch of years That's and i true. used all the um trail guide to learning i used all the years that i could use of that um there's three there's like paths of exploration paths of settlement and paths of ugh, can't think of the last one but there's a third one anyway we did all those um i've done some of the heart of dakotas but yeah i I, I know I've switched around a lot, but I have used. And I don't mean it at all well. negatively. I just was wondering because I mean I know, yeah. you know you've definitely explored a lot, which I think is good though because you've had been able to yeah. experience a lot of different things. Which you know I know a lot of people just kind of mm -hmm. find something and then just stick with it for it feels like forever right. for some. Um, and some yeah. of that was for you because you know after you've done eight children, you get a little tired of the same yeah. thing yeah. for the same third grader eight times in a row. Yeah, and I like to know what all the buzz is about on certain new things that have popped up that everyone's raving about. And I just like to kind of know about a lot of them just because I feel like you can, you know, talk to people better and know what might work right. for someone better when you kind of know what they are all about. So, so I mean, obviously, again, we just had the holiday. What, what kind of break did you guys do during that? 
period, just to give people kind of an idea of what, you know, your homeschooling kind of looks like and how you take time off and stuff like that. Cause I think that's super important, especially coming in the next, you know, again, five months without a break technically or whatever. So, uh, what yeah. do you do? What did you do? Yeah, we, um, I know some people like to take off the whole month of December. Um, I usually take two weeks prior to Christmas. Um, and, and th- this year, um, it just feels so busy prior to, and everyone's kind of done. And so it just works well to take, I really feel like we need more than a week before Christmas gets here. So we take about two. And then afterwards, I mean, the week, the week between Christmas and New Year's, we never start back up. Um, I kind of was hoping to start up right after New Year's, but um, we had Todd spoke at a winter family camp over New Year's. And then when we got home, I was just like, oh man, I just cannot start. I need a week to just regroup and relax. Like Christmas was busy and stressful and um, just needed some downtime. And I am, and I, but I felt guilty. Like I thought, oh man, it's been long enough. I got to start, but I just, I'm so glad I didn't. I just had such a great week. I was able to organize some things and relax a little, which I hadn't done in a long time. And it was just so good. And so we started, what's today, Tuesday, Monday, barely. Um, I had grandiose ideas of how we'd start, but I can't remember what happened that cut it short yesterday and then um today we didn't quite get a full day in because well we had wonderful grandkids over in the morning and then um one of my kids isn't feeling great so he didn't do much too but so we're starting but it's okay like you know my other daughter may have a baby soon so that's why we homeschool it's flexible and we'll just do what we can yep totally did uh i was gonna go something off of that but i don't remember where i was going with that oh uh before i have a couple other questions for you but i was you know normally we do an ad for you know teaching textbooks about now but i was wondering uh would you be able to talk to how you feel like you know the comprehension side of things you know for uh teaching textbooks because i feel like that was something that was really beneficial and I always saw was like, I understood it. Do you, is that yeah. something you feel like you get a sense that the kids really understand what they learn with teaching mm-hmm. textbooks or, and have you ever heard them mention anything about what they like, uh, and maybe share that with anyone who's, mm-hmm. you know, with people who are considering it. Yeah. Um, what my kids like about it. Yeah. You, if you, if they've ever said anything like what they like about it and then also why you think it is good, you know, and why you do recommend mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what they would say they like about it. I think they like that they can do it independently. This is the first year my 13 year old has done it independently. Jed, he, I did it with him all last year. Um, but this year he wanted to try it on his own and, um, he's doing well with it. But what I like about it especially is I think they're very good at, they keep cycling back around to things. So it does it doesn't feel like it just moves incredibly fast which i think some people can be frustrated by that and think well it's not high enough math you know or something i've heard people say that but it is as thorough as it needs to be but i feel like it i feel like it's kind of a gentle like it's just 
it doesn't move super fast and it kind of spirals back around a lot to um, things. And so I just feel like they're really good about making sure there's understanding um, before jumping, you know, ahead and moving on. Um, so like they've been, they're both in algebra this year and I'm pretty sure everything so far still um, is stuff we were doing last year kind of for pre-algebra too. So, I mean, I think there's been some new stuff and it's gotten harder, but it's just, it's just been a natural, easy progression. I feel like, like, if, I just think they do a really good job of, of explaining and coming back to things and making sure you still, you know, have it. Yeah. And I think that's really important because like, I think one of the worst feelings in especially math or something like that is when a big concept is like, all of a sudden introduced and then you're just like everything starts building off that and you're not even sure you got the first concept and it just starts getting out of hand and then all of a sudden you feel like you don't understand any of what you're supposed to be doing Uh, and I know I definitely felt that before and I think teaching textbooks does a really good job of like you can't even really progress if you don't understand what it's teaching you know so uh, it really broke it down and just had you made sure you understood everything really well and I mean, with anything that, because math does have a lot of memorization type stuff, or not memorization, but just understanding how it works. And I feel like you do really have to understand it. And reviewing it is so, I think, important to retaining that versus just like a couple times you read it in a book and then do some problems and move on to the next thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. I know I definitely saw that as well. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they could um, maybe move ahead and not understand something because I know one of them, I won't name which one, was getting kind of low grades in it several days in a row. And I'm not always super on top of checking that. And so when I discovered that he was getting kind of low scores, I, you know, I, I worked with him for a few days and said, okay, what's, you know, and he, there was just things he wasn't getting, but he was just accepting a low score and moving on instead of, you know, but they give you every chance. They allow you to try a problem over again. They allow you to view the solution. They allow you to watch hints. And he wasn't taking advantage of any of those options. So it's his, you know, his own fault pretty much. But um, so I think if the parent is staying, you know, somewhat aware of how they're doing, if you see low scores, then that's probably a sign that they're not understanding something. I happen to like math. So I like working with them until they get it and understand what's happening. But Um, Sometimes it's just standing over his shoulder and making sure he's watching the solutions and and letting them explain it again. And he's not skipping that part. So, or skipping the lecture, that's another option. So what, uh, you know, what's been the, maybe the probably attitudes, but what's been the, you know, a bit, is there been a challenge or something unique this year over, you know, past years that, you know, have been something, something you've had to, you know, (laughs) change or face. Uh just life and busyness. I mean, just, there's just so many things that interrupt it, getting it done. So I think that's, that's the hardest challenge for us. I haven't really needed to, I can't remember if I needed to change anything early on in the year or not, but I think everything's um, working pretty well, but I, the subject I hate the most teaching them tends to get skipped the most because it's last on the list. And so if we're running out of time or whatever, I kind of skip that one. Everyone probably wants to know what that is now, but anyway, (laughs) I do (laughs) teaching them how to write. That should be your job. 
Mr. Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, I can't hear the connection. I can't. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, uh, what is, uh, is there anything going into the second half uh, that you want you're adjusting or you're going to change it all? Or do you usually kind of state the course once you've started it in the beginning uh, of the year? We're going to stay the course pretty much this year, just because I love everything we're doing except for writing. But um, that's just because we have to just make ourselves grind through it and do it. And when I say writing, I mean, like, helping them, you know, write a five paragraph essay or something. It's not really that hard, but, um, I don't like it and they don't like it. So it's just, not they won't even fun, write one but. about shoes or something. I just I feel like they could write a <laughs> book I about them that. Write one about convincing us that sports are worth all the time and effort it takes. And well, there's no argument they, for that. So, no, I'm just <laughs> uh, so it's just, I don't know. Some guys just do not want to write put their thoughts on paper believe it or not so it's hard until they have to really i know i mean because there comes but, a point where they sometimes you yeah. and some people never will have to right um, and i'm not even talking i mean lots of writing curriculums are just for the point of them learning how to write papers for college like i'm not even worrying about that right now i just want them to be able to write a paragraph if they need to be able to you know? so yeah well, I mean, you go anywhere like on Facebook market and, or, uh, any like Reddit or something like that. And there's a lot of people out there who can't write. So it's not, uh, it's not exclusive to, to any, you know, mm -hmm. homeschoolers or anything like that. Um, but something I know people always like, and you've already mentioned it quite a bit, but can you maybe give that kind of definitive list of like things that you've liked this year and, you know, would recommend overall that you're enjoying, uh, just, you know, cause I yeah. think people always like yeah. to hear that. Okay. I already mentioned the science and the history, um, and the world watch. Um, that's a big chunk. This, I think I, I, I feel like I've shared this before, but this is a Bible commentary for children, um, called herein is love by Nancy Gans. And, um, we've done the Exodus one before we're trying Genesis this year. Um, it's, it's just really good, really, um, thorough, but interesting. Um, let me think what else, uh, I'm still using spelling you see with one of them. Um, I like it just because it's, um, he, it's a, basically a whole page or paragraph that you write two days or three days in a row on your own. You copy it basically. And then I read it to them, him the next day, and he has to write the whole thing um correct any mistakes and then do that again where he doesn't see it at all he just has to write what i say and i think it has helped them him um <clears throat> i mean usually i don't think you do spelling in junior high but we still need help with spelling so um and i like editor-in-chief that's something they can do on um a phone or tablet it's an app and they have to find all the punctuation grammar errors um they do that every day or at least the younger one does and uh, I both I have them both still doing keyboarding, learning how to type correctly. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some things. Oh, are, we're using essentials in writing. Uh, I've used Institute for Excellence in Writing in the past. Uh, so essentials in writing is just a, a DVD. I think you can also do it online, but we're doing the I borrowed some DVDs from a friend. So he teaches the general concept and then we
turn it off and we practice and do it. Um, I would say the difference between that one and IEW is IEW is you're always taking something else that's been written initially at least and then you're learning how to rewrite it kind of without looking at it in your own words and adding you know dress ups and things like that whereas essentials in writing is kind of how to write out of your head about a topic for the most part uh so i can see value in both but that's just what we're doing this year so i think that's about it awesome i might have gotten Posting oh, the links for the YouTube channels in the chat there. Again, that's uh, Smarter Every Day, uh, which is a great channel. I've watched quite a bit of their stuff. And then the Action Lab is another one. Um, I feel like that's just such a great example of how, you know, obviously YouTube video is not going to be as comprehensive maybe and like as a, right. theoretically as a textbook. But you being engaged, you learn so exactly. much more than just like reading something on a textbook or, you know, something like that. So uh, being interested, yeah. you can learn so much. And I just think that's such a stark example. Uh, Melanie said, aha, light bulb went on for me listening to Debbie. I decided to focus this school year on the subjects we usually avoid. However, I'm now completely unmotivated, unmotivated <laughs> to get back to school after December break. Look like it's time for a revamp. A revamp. Thanks, Debbie. So I think that's... That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and let me add on the YouTube part, you know, one of my big fears of doing, watching something like that for science is because, you know, I didn't want, well, I'm sitting there watching with them just because YouTube's a scary place. So it's not like they have free reign of it or anything. And then the other thing is, um, one of the guys is a Christian, I believe. And the other guy might be a Mormon, but he, he doesn't try to interject his faith or anything, but he's, it's, it's, I haven't heard any, you know, references or things that, um, are troublesome. So, but I do watch it with them just in case. Um, but, and a lot of it's probably way above their heads, but, uh, it still makes them really love science, which is huge. Cause I mean, I hated science and a lot of stuff we've used has seemed very boring. And so the fact that they can't wait to watch them and want to watch more and more, to me is worth a lot and they are learning a lot just even though even the stuff that goes over their head um there's a lot that they still can grasp anyways and so it's just worked for us for this year it you know we probably won't do it any after this i don't know but it's just been a good thing to do this year so let's see what if you just feel tired and feel like children in christian school are getting a better education i've been homeschooling since the beginning my oldest child is in the eighth grade. I also have a fifth, fifth grader and first grader. I'm very nervous about high school. Anything you'd want to say to that mom or dad? I'll say, <laughs> I'll, I'll start by saying your kids are getting a better education, a better life by being at home. Um, don't fall for that. You know, it's not about learning more things. Your kids are going to be super uh, capable just by being home. That's a better place to be because I know I went to public school. Debbie went to a uh, Christian school. And really, sometimes about the only difference is that her school taught the Bible, you know. So, um, you know, they still had some of the same issues that my school had, uh, the same struggles that my school had. Um, you know, there are just so many helps out there that you can use. And I still believe with all my heart, heart that home is the best place for our children and parents are the best teachers of their children, period. You know, that is a lie you're believing. Don't believe it anymore. 
just keep telling yourself, my kids are okay. My kids are okay. Debbie, would you like to say something to that? Um, I would just echo that. Uh, I think there's a whole lot more going on at school, Christian or not, uh, besides academics that opens up a whole bunch of other cans of worms. And um, it's, it's not as awesome as you think. I mean, they're not, they just don't, school kind of makes you not care about a lot of uh, subjects and you just go through the motions and it doesn't mean you're learning even though they offer all kinds of things or whatever. I would just, I would just assess your school. Like, is there a reason um, you feel that way? Maybe it's the, you know, something you're using or your expectations. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know what the, you know, situation is, but I do believe that um, being home is the best, like Todd said. And I think you just need to get rid of that and quit worrying about it because they're going to be okay. And they're going to, they're going to be able to, if they enjoy learning and enjoy the process, they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do. Um, and if but, they have some gaps, that's okay, you know, because they're going to fill in the gaps later um, because you've just, you know, because you've given them opportunities to learn. Um, I, I think, you know, when our kids are at our age, you know, when they're younger, they don't have that motivation at school, uh, whatever, an institution, you know, their motivation is they just give it and they don't care. You do it. Um, sometimes as they're homeschooled homeschooled, they don't have that same motivation until they really, really need it. So again, I wouldn't sweat it. Uh, I'm going to bet you're doing a great job. Yeah. And I mean, obviously if it's just straight up, you're just nervous because you think there's a lot of pressure Just try to be brave and just don't listen to that. Cause I mean, it, it, you are doing it the right way and you will be more than adequate. Every single school wishes they could put one-on-one -on -one kids if they could, well, maybe not every single school, but everyone who cares about actually teaching pe kids or people, uh, and you, and you have the ability to do that. So you're always going to be more effective than any huge group, uh, teaching, teacher will ever be able to be and that's just from an education standpoint which again i think is honestly probably uh the academic side is i think one of the least important things about it all um but you know that's uh obviously it goes hand in hand but i just don't think that's the overall goal is just to be able to like do a lot of science or whatever so um, I, yeah, I forgot about that part of her comment about being nervous about high school. I talked to so many moms who say that, oh, it all changes once you get to high school. It does not have to change. Like just, I mean, it just doesn't like, I feel like ours didn't change that much going on through high school. Um, be flexible. Don't feel like you have to do every single subject that they, they say you have to, um, science can look very unique or whatever subject you want to talk about can look very unique to how your homeschool wants to do it. And um, I just feel like get them involved in, in looking at what they want to learn about and, and do, and it just doesn't have to look that much different. I feel like there's so many other things equally or more important than the academic side of high school and preparing you for a job and a career. And those are character qualities yep. and that that I mean you can ask almost any employer these days who who they want to hire and most of them will say as long as they can pass the drug test and show up they're hired now I know in more technical type jobs it's more than that but I'm just saying I mean teach your kids to be responsible and honest and have 
be hardworking and know how to figure things out for themselves and they will excel in life and totally. you have nothing to worry about. Cool. All right. Well, dad, I think maybe wrap it up for us and we'll call it. Well, Hey, I don't even know why I showed up today. I could have just let Ben and uh, Debbie do the whole thing. And, but uh, thanks for joining us. Ben, I'm glad you coerced your mom into doing it. And uh, now that I know the secret plan, I I'll know (laughs) next time how to handle it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for listening, mom. I hope you're encouraged. um, Because, you know, as smart and wonderful as my wife is, she's just like you. And you can figure it out as well. You know, it has been a journey. She didn't say all these great answers when we first started um, homeschooling a long time ago. But it's amazing how as you progress, just maybe your perspective on what matters and what doesn't matter as much changes. So, again, thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to pray for my daughter and their little daughter who's on her way here. And maybe we'll have some news for you the next time we talk. So have a great week of homeschooling, the rest of your week of homeschooling. And don't forget to smile. Thanks for joining us. We hope you feel encouraged by what my mom had to say. If you have a question for her, feel free to email us at familyman at familymanweb.com. And we'll try to have her get back to you. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.